this? Hi, welcome back to Plus This. I'm Kathy Deach. And I am Eva Tingley, and we have a really, really good show planned for you guys. I mean, our guest is so over. Oh my God. You guys, <laughs> first of all, she came in and I cannot stop staring at her. I just <laughs> can't. I'm just letting you know. She's going to a like, very fancy event after afterwards. This. But I was thinking she came here dressed like that for us. I totally did too. So I'm I was like, totally she really wanted like me to crush true. hard on her. She really <laughs> wanted me to crush hard on her. And I did. For sure. Did you just wait till you see her. She's looking gorgeous. Danielle Pinnock, guys. She's everywhere right now. Great Chicago actress. Can't wait to hear all about the work she's done. She trained in, in England. Oh, did yeah. she now? Yeah. She's, she's a little fancy. She's a little fancy. She's fancy. <laughs> um, so we, let's keep going so we can get her on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we get have, to talking, we have a couple Deech. of hot topics. <laughs> we have a couple of hot topics. First of all, Eva went international. Oh, yes, I went so international. <laughs> I'm so fancy, guys. <laughs> Kathy tried to play it off like I was so fancy. No, I went on a mission trip to Mexico and um, with my church. We drove down to Ensenada and helped build some houses and paint some houses. And I got to play with some kids that were super cute. Really cute kids. I got to meet my, my little niece, Amelia, was like just like the shyest little girl. So I met like my little Mexican Amelia. She was so cute and she would talk to me like that. I mean, she would speak to me in Spanish, but she would talk like this. Like she would be like, can we go play? And I'd be like, yes, let's go play. I want to play with you. Oh my gosh, it was the best. It was such a heartwarming and heartbreaking experience, but I am definitely going back and bringing lots of things with me. That's so great. Yeah, because they do need things. And is there, I mean, we should even like maybe talk about that before you go next time to like maybe people we can have a drop off for them and maybe people oh my can gosh give, that would be amazing if people have kids like, like the kids yeah. need shoes like a lot of the kids did not have shoes and they need lotion they need clothes they need they need bedding stuff they don't have bedding stuff too so yeah. um, maybe we can work that out that would we'll be amazing we'll try to figure that out for yeah. one of our next episode do it donate yeah. it contact maybe us we can get my sister used to send stuff to the islands um, in like big huge tanker things I forget what she used to call them. Anne, are you on? Can you tell me? She is, of course, <laughs> of my course sister she is on. on. Um, <laughs> tell me what's the name of the big things that you put all this. Well, stuff we in. would have to like literally bring it down ourselves in a car, so we'd have to fit in a car. So we don't need like tons of crazy stuff right, because we'd have to she, fit in the car. But she would ship these things, and it would take it be forever. Oh, okay. but it would eventually get there. Okay, like she because it was the islands. She didn't just go to the oh, islands. with a big tanker of things. A big She'll tanker of things. Okay, she's here. Yes, she's here. Tell me, Anne, what is those things? Anne, called? hurry up! Tell us. <laughs> Gosh, we're, keep, we're like waiting. Laying in wait. So while Eva was in Mexico, I was at Fatchella. She was at Fatchella, and I was slightly jealous. Because you live your best fat life at Fatchella. <laughs> and I did. I had the best time. I went with a friend of ours, Heidi Powers, who actually is directing a show that I'm in that you might want to come see. I have not talked about it. You have not talked about here. it. That's right. It is, and it's sort of relevant to what we're talking about later. Um, it's a Macbeth that is seen from the eyes of the Me Too movement. So Lady Macbeth was violated by the king, and that's kind of why everything got started. And it's a very interesting take. And Heidi Powers is the director, and she totally came with me. And we like talked, and then ran and separated, and talked, and ran and separated. <laughs> and I ran into Brittany Young there. I know from Glow, which is already has its like promotional stuff starting. And I I'm know, like, it's so exciting! I can't wait. Maniac, that, if you don't stop singing, thought, we can't sorry, get kicked off of YouTube. Was, that was short enough. That was really <gasps> short. It was like dressing me out. This one. <laughs> I'll try it a different key. He's a maniac. I try to like change key. Um, <laughs> you know how they do that? They tune things yeah, down. They, for, like, yeah, they like karaoke. I'll tune myself down. He. <laughs> um, but <laughs> your face, your face is amazing. But um, the glow is starting, and they have these promos out. If you don't follow Brittany Young, follow her. She did is you do, did they have karaoke there or dancing? Because there was a there was a they, couple of there DJs. Was a, there was a bunch of DJs. There was a dance like group that is starting in LA, and I'm embarrassed. I don't remember. Like guys, there were so many things happening at once that I can't even remember all the people that I met. I did meet um, Fat Kid Dance Party uh, Bev uh, Bevan who is amazing, and we've totally talked about her coming on here. Amazing. If, if you don't know Fat Kids Dance Party, she travels like across the country just like making you dance, whether you're big or not. Like, and I'm sure a bear named Troy was there, Troy Solomon. Was I he there? I think he was at Coachella. Oh, he was like at 
actually yeah, at Coachella. Yeah, him and his friend who oh, loved yes, Alex. Alex. Yeah, Alex. they were actually there. So no, but there were other very, very cute Femi Bears there. Trust <laughs> me. There's like all the people, anybody you like, any type of person you like, they were there. It was amazing. Um, except but, Eva. Except for Eva. And you know what? You would have felt right at home because I was the shortest person on earth at this place. People were heads taller than me and then in heels. Like, there were so many Glamazons, guys. Like, I was- I love that you, like, associate me with being a Glamazon. I'm totally not. You are. You wear those platform heels. You are. Yeah, but I'm not- I am because I wear platform heels. No, but that makes you 5'10". So that's Glamazon-y. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll take it. I'm a Glamazon, guys. (laughs) My sister said they're barrels. Barrels. (laughs) Like a ter- like a normal like, thing. I'm like, I couldn't think of the words. It's a special term that you, she you, stuffs Anne. she stuffs in and she ships them over barrels. barrels. <laughs> she showed me munchies. Oh, no! oh my god! MJ! I actually got one. I actually got one. Um, another thing that happened. So another thing that happened was actual Coachella, except for it really should be called Baychella. It should be called 100% Baychella because that's what everybody is talking about. That's the only thing that matters at this moment. I. Literally was just looking at hashtag Beychella, crying my eyeballs out. I know the entire time. I don't know. And why. like you are not like super Beyonce crazy. No, I'm not. I'm actually new. I'm a newbie. You're um, a new. I'm a uh, new uh, Bay worshiper. <laughs> I mean, I've always thought she was an incredible hard worker. I there was. I just felt like it was all very safe what she talked about, and then all of a sudden, Lemonade came out, and I was like. Oh, you're, oh, oh, okay. Yes, I'm on board. So, um, yes, yeah, so I, and that's, listen, better late than never. I've always admired what she does. Her production value is always ridiculous. But this is like oh my gosh. thought upon thought upon thought. Somebody said like, like this would have been a big deal if it was for the Super Bowl and only 10 minutes. But this was like a full show, full camera angles. I mean, it was so good, but girl... The thick girls came out. The thick girls. The thick girls dancing. Front and center. Wait, I'm gonna cry. Front and center, dancing like no one ever sees us dance. I know. I'm literally crying. And just like killing it. If you haven't seen it, you need to go look it up because we are not playing it because we're not allowed to play (laughs) stuff. But you guys need to go look it up. Just hashtag hashtag Beachella. And they will show up. And we've definitely, on our Twitter account and on our Instagram, have been, like, spreading the good word. Yes, but because these, it's amazing. two girls by themselves and her. Unbelievable. Ugh. And then a couple of her other dancers, we also, like, in the yellow. And they are, like, not. you know, it's not like some you see, like, a fat girl dancing and you're like, okay, she's good. No. <laughs> no. They are, like, Beyonce good. Yeah, they're Beyonce good. I mean, and she's letting them in black unitards. Oh, black it was unitards. unbelievable, and 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 so sexy. I loved so it. Oh my sexy. gosh, I loved it so, so sexy. much. So amazing. And then Ugh. this hilarious story got <laughs> picked up because Adele has sort of been on the DL. Like, where right? Did she, go? She's, she like had a kid and, and like like she like, like went out. Into, she's yeah. like hiding. End my tour. I'm done. And she comes out to show her dancing to Beachella. I know, and it is amazing. And you should also look that up. Because you should. What do we have the um we have a picture of Adele and Beyonce together, but we we didn't we didn't post and we didn't have any of the Instagram posts because we're scared to post anything. I mean there's We're scared an to share anything we're, live, but go look but at it. On Facebook. YouTube makes us scared, but on Facebook yes. I share everything. Right. So go to our if you're on our Facebook live, you can totally scroll down and find and it. And if you're not, go find us on Facebook at plus the show. Yeah, please do. Um there uh was an there's so many amazing oh events gosh. that happened this weekend. I know. Another one was uh Women in the World, an amazing summit has all kinds of incredible speakers. And was it in San Diego? Where was it? Oh, I don't... I, that's a great question. That's like the one thing I don't know. I don't know either. I was kind of like, hmm. But anyway, they had an amazing panel. With, what, look at me. I'm devastated if it was. That means we could have went. And I literally... No, like, I was in Mexico. I sad. couldn't have gone. I know, but... But we could have... We could have possibly... Next time. If we could like clone ourselves, <laughs> we could have both been and there. And then go. Yeah. But uh, they did a Dietland panel... With our good friend Joy Nash. Yes, Joy, Joy Nash. Nash. Um, and Juliana Margulies. And the, the showrunner, the showrunner Marty Noxon. Yes. And it <sighs> was really beautiful. 
And Marty Knoxon was really vulnerable, vulnerable, and yeah, because they were talking sweet. about like, how, like, how do you see yourself? And and both Juliana Margulies and Joy are kind of like, I love myself, I'm good. And then Marty's like, Yeah, I'm still a work in progress. And it's like, Oh, yeah. And yeah. she's like, you know, I'm 50 years old or 53, I think she said. Which is crazy. Well, totally. She doesn't because like she literally looks like she's in her 30s. I like, know. I know. You're just like, whatever. Blood, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she talks about how she used to be anorexic and how she like thought that she had to be, like she really thought that her worth was in being viewed as being precious, right? Yeah. And then and Juliana, Juliana Margulies picked up on it and was like, um, yeah, but that... It, it, kind of insinuates that that means small and that women have to make themselves small for in order to be precious taken care of but more importantly right. she said we have to be precious in order to be safe right that was the full thing she said and she's like so then that kind of means that we've had to make ourselves small in order to feel like no one's going to mess with us and right. we would even say on the other end of the spectrum that women make themselves bigger you know Right. Obviously, um, Roxanne uh, Roxanne Gay Gay has written a whole book about it. Right. You know, like about that need, like something terrible happens to you. You're trying to make sense of why. And you go, oh, if I'm bigger, no one will bother me. Right. So there is like a lot of that with eating disorders. And we're going to talk more about that um, and the Me Too movement later on in the show. Right. Um, Shall we get to our guest should we take a break I think we should I think we need some extra time with her yeah I I mean also you guys need to check out her fierce makeup (laughs) (laughs) so we'll be right back with pluses stay tuned Danielle Pinnock you know that 67% of American women are size 14 and above you mean they look like this yeah so then where are we in television and film and where are we in fashion magazines and clothing stores yeah so we want to help out entertainment and fashion and media catch the f up (laughs) topics get hot we want to hear what y'all have to say and they will get hot absolutely i have a question for you (laughs) it's kind of like a Dirty little one. Um, so, if you had to do a love scene with somebody else famous, who would it be? I will. Oscar I Isaac. Ne- oh, hey, I, I, know I asked you that and you had an answer <laughs> like, right away. We sang, we laughed, we cried. We you gotta didn't go cry. back. Yo, no, we didn't cry. <laughs> we didn't cry. Everybody should be able to be seen in. I mean, maybe not every single campaign, but. Let's let's try to include it in as many campaigns as we can. Yeah, Witchy poo, we told We're you. Just putting it We're in the cauldron for you. We're gonna oh. get the candles. Yeah, people are having sex with us. We need to show that we're like part of the this society, and and being sexual is part of that. Absolutely. So, I'm, uh, so tough titty, you're fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, watch yes. a fat girl love herself. Applause, 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 applauding. So good. Plus this. We're back. Guys, we're back. And we have our guest with us. She's on Young Sheldon. (laughs) Young Frankenstein. You were going to say Frankenstein, were you? I didn't. I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say Shankin, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Young Shankin. She's very tired, guys. No, she's on Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. She's on Get Shorty. The series She's on everything, guys. <laughs> she was just on the crossover episode of, of Scandal. Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder, and did a scene with both Kerry Washington and, and Viola, Viola Davis. Davis. Jinx, show me a menchies. I don't even like that place. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not buying. It's anyway. still a game. It's a game. <laughs> We're gonna keep tally. So, but Danielle Pinocchio's Danielle's here. here. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. zoom in, Jarvis, on her beautiful makeup. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I can't stand it. It's gorgeous. We have been trying to plan this because we thought that we were going to have you at the end of last season. Yeah. And then our stuff got crazy. So we decided <laughs> to wait till this season. But I mean, thank God, because you have a lot going on. Yeah. Listen, I'm happy to be here. Thank y'all for having me. This oh is my so gosh. fun. I know. Excellent. So you are a Chicago actor. And if anybody is in the business... <laughs> Chicago actors have like a thing around them. Like it's like, oh, like I know so many. Rodney Toe, our very good dear friend, who's been on the show, is my husband. Chicago, yes, is from Chicago. Chicago. 
Yeah, we I love people from Chicago. I feel like it, once I know someone's from Chicago, I'm like, oh, you're good people. <laughs> you're good people. Yeah, yeah right? for sure. So do you feel like, well, let's, first of all, the Chicago Tribune picked up your show, Body Courage. Yes. And how amazing is that? So can you walk us through what that was about? It was one woman, just you. Yep. Oh my gosh, we have some amazing pictures of you that you sent us. <laughs> yes. That while you're talking, hopefully Jarvis yeah, will put up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, the show started off when I was in grad school in the UK at the Royal Birmingham Conservatory. They changed the name on me. It used to be called Royal. Birmingham School of Acting. Royal. So they're, they're, <laughs> now they're they had the fancy they're brand they're new Royal. now. <laughs> Royal. <laughs> they're brand new now. Queen got yes. But uh, yeah, it got knighted. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so we had to do our master's project. It was a solo show and something that we felt very passionate about. And I always wanted to talk about body image in on stage because I never really saw plus size bodies being represented correctly or right. you know positively in the theater specifically so um or if there is it's like one person and yeah. then that's it and we're just laughing like we're just laughing at that person because they're just making jokes and right. I was like cool yeah let me try to do something a little different um but I also focused on body image because it's something that has kind of been a recurring theme generationally in my family so I interviewed uh five women and they ranged from a burn survivor, a young woman who had her freckles removed with plastic surgery. Wow. Um, what? Yeah, it, I mean, they that's were- That's a thing? Oh yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And that's those are the kinds of stories that I wanted, like yeah. things that you don't really hear Like on you don't know that that's a thing. As well, yeah, and she was Muslim, and she was talking about kind of the religious aspect of plastic surgery. It, it's, it's an incredible interview. Um, so there was all kinds of women that I was able to get in contact with and the show turned into this phenomenon in the UK and then people were like, you know, you should bring it to New York, which I'm actually originally, I have to just say from Jersey. <laughs> That's okay. I'm from Jersey, okay. but I was in Chicago for a, little, a while. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, I want to claim Chicago so bad, but I, know I, I can't claim it. Well, if you're from Jersey, then you're not a good person. I take it back. I take it back. Hey. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I kid. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, no, I did in, in New York. And then once I moved to Chicago, was workshopping it everywhere and had this big showcase where a lot of theaters in town came to see it. And at that point, I'd interviewed like 300 people worldwide. Wow. Um, and it was it was in a really, really intense process of trying to get everyone's dialect and physicality. And, and did you put them on camera so that you could kind of go back? And in the beginning, I did not. Because at that time, it was 2011. So I didn't have an iPhone. I still had my like Sex in the City Nokia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yes. Yes. I was sidekicking it. I yes. really did. I had my flip phone at that point. And so I had this little busted recorder I got from a TK Maxx in the UK. And that was my thing that I was yeah. using the So you had time. something that you were could hear. I could just okay. listen to it. It wasn't until like 2013, 14 that I actually started bringing video into it if they wanted to be. Um, interviewed that way because um, some of the stories are very personal and some people are like sure, I don't even want sure. I want to just be anonymous and um, things like that but it was it's been the show that has changed my life but then you interviewed 300 people how do you like narrow down like oh I'm going to tell this person's story and not this person's story it's really hard and you know I have to say I'm really grateful for the team that I had I mean Jack Wallace who is my husband as well he's been oh. my voice and dialect coach from the from the beginning so I mean he had me on point I mean we were doing Northern I did Northern Irish Priest with Alzheimer's I mean um, Parkinson's and uh, uh, an Olympian from Mumbai so like the range wow. Was, <laughs> wow it was legit range so he's been helping me and then um, I had a director Megan Carney who I love to death at the Rivendell Theater in Chicago and Walting McCannis, uh Thomas Murray they all really were hands-on and making sure that that process was seamless. That's so great. And Anna Devere Smith, you worked yes, with. Yes, I surely did. We did a workshop with her in uh, San Francisco, which was one of the most remarkable experiences of my entire life because I've been looking up to Anna Devere Smith since I was 18 years old. I mean, Letters to a Young Artist is a book that I frequently go back to. She's and genius. she's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> she's incredible. And working with her just helped me get even more specific. And it was... It was unbelievable. She's incredible. She's amazing. That's so great. So you do that, and then you make the leap to here. Yeah, it was. Um, 
it was a faith move. Was that culture <laughs> shock for you? No, it was because the thing is, I wasn't even supposed to be here, y'all. Like, I literally did body courage and I was like, all right, let's see what happens in Chicago. And then that was the first year I auditioned for TV. And my agents they were like, you've done this one woman show. We think it's time. And I'm, I was so afraid of like, what would I look like? And mm. would people accept me? I, I don't know. <laughs> and the third audition that I had, I ended up screen testing. It was for HBO. And they flew me out to Los Angeles. And I said, well, there's a lot of money in TV and film. <laughs> <laughs> Because you get that deal when you test yeah. and you like work that contract out and you gag. Yeah. And you're like, you wait, I'm doing this before I get the job. You're going to give me a contract. Yeah. And yeah. you see what your thing is and you're like, what? Yeah, I was like, I might yeah. need to make the switch. Because, you know, I was doing a lot. You know, I did a lot of theater at the Goodman. And, but then when you're not at those great houses, you're doing storefront theater and you're making yeah. $300 for three months, four months of work total. Yep. You right, know, and you're doing right. it for the love. Right. Yep. But I was like, you know, I'm For the real love, guys. For the <laughs> real <laughs> love. That is like <laughs> your relationship. Yeah. But um, I was like, let me see what TV's about. And I ha- I've been doing theater for 10 years, so it wasn't that hard to transition into it. Um, but it's changed. TV has changed my life. I love it. Well, I know that Shonda Rhimes looks for theater people. Um, in her, at least her casting people do mm-hmm. specifically, and because they want them to be able to handle the monologue, and mm-hmm. you know, there's like, and I love because there's so much dialogue. She writes so such great much, dialogue, such great, and they and they want it word perfect. They don't yeah. want like people like paraphrasing. <laughs> like yeah. sometimes we do, we get that audition at ten <laughs> for like. 1235 and yeah you're like, oh i gotta memorize that sort of um, so i love that you are in shondaland now like I know. tell us about that it's how insane. did that happen okay so listen y'all i had went in for this audit my manager is notorious for same day auditions young sheldon was a same day audition and i had a same day audition for gray's anatomy so i was freaking out because this is the first shondaland i i'm a just fangirling over Shonda Rhimes forever. So I said, oh my God, Linda Lowe, we have to like have my stuff together. So I went <laughs> in and it was actually, um, the scene was about a young woman. I think her mother was sick or something. Her parents were sick and she was trying to help them out and all kinds of stuff. So when I first went in, I was just like, you know, I understand. Cause my mom, she actually went through a stroke the night before my husband and I got married. So that was the kind of first thing because I was like, you know what, this side, these sides are real kind of close. And I was like, Linda, I didn't even know her. And I was like, Linda, these sides are really close to me. And I just told her my story and she was like, what? So then we just chatted for 25 minutes and she was like, well, let's go into the scene. So I did the scenes and I found out that uh, she's related to Zoe Perry, who is the mother on Young Sheldon. And we just had a big old chat. Didn't hear nothing from the project. Didn't hear anything. But I was like, you know what? I felt like that was a very solid audition and she knows who I am. Yeah. Right. Cut to December, I get a call from my agents and they were like, you just booked Scandal. I didn't even audition. Direct wow. off. Yeah. I didn't Direct audition. Off. You're not mad about that. I was not. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh mad. my God, Scandal's the final season. So they said, Linda actually wants you to call her directly. We have no information on what this character is. Wow. We don't know anything. We just know it's in the final season so I called Linda and she was like I've been trying to find a job for you since you came in that day and she was like I just wanted to let you know that um I didn't want to freak you out but Viola will be on set and I was like oh my god that's so cool and she was like yeah you're gonna be working with her and I was like what wait what's (laughs) happening and she was like it's a crossover and I was like oh my god <laughs> I was like, carry a violin together. I can. And it was really beautiful. You uh, as a hairdresser, so it's like really personal, right? Yeah, it's like I really was like in her yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So space. how was that? I mean, do they have a vibe? I've I've passed by Carrie Washington before, another theater girl, mm-hmm. and at an Eve Ensler event before, and yeah. I was like, you feel this like little like around her and Listen, I, I'm sure Viola Davis has that they too. were the most gracious people ever when I walked in the room they both shook my hand and they were like hi my name is Carrie my name is Viola and I'm like you're like I know who you are <laughs> I 
was like, y'all, y'all are on my vision board. <laughs> and I was like, my name is Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the whole time I was just trying not to faint, to be honest. I mean, because we were there from 4 o'clock in the morning till about 2 p.m. And I was just trying not to embarrass myself or do too much. And I remember one time, like, I ended up cussing and improving and cussing in the lines. Because I was just like, we were just all making jokes with each other. I was like, oh, yeah, y'all, I forgot this was ABC and not HBO. The whole room laughed. <laughs> so I was like, I just felt free to be myself, That's which was awesome. great. And they're just the sweetest, most committed actors. This is why they're so legendary. Yeah. I mean, the Oscar winner, you know what I mean? And uh, Golden Globe and Emmy nominee. You know, there's so many awards right. in that room. And, and rightfully deserved. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kerry yeah. Washington changed the face of television, yes. literally. Yeah. Being the first black woman on a prime time to lead, to lead as that. Yeah. And she wasn't being a, a drug dealer or a drug addict. Right. Or she was a lawyer in Washington, D.C., honey, in 2012. I remember seeing that. I was like, what is this? So she has, I mean, they both have changed the face of television. Yeah. So it was just one of those, I was like, I don't ever have to act again. I was on Scandal <laughs> in the first, very first season before anybody knew anything about it so like I had no idea like I was on scandal I was like I don't know I'm on this new show guys I don't check it out hopefully it makes it to my episode and then it was like boom scandal oh my gosh it's epic yeah Yeah. and what's so funny is that it often it would a few years ago get slack for Mm -hmm. being like too over the top and now I'm looking at our government and I'm like no you're like "Mm, "Mm, Shonda Rhimes is just she's clairvoyant and she sees into the future <laughs> and knew that it and was going to be a the craziness damn shit show. <laughs> so um, I love that. So then, on the other end of the spectrum, we have Young Sheldon. I know, yeah. <laughs> which is so. By the way, little Liam is it? Ian Armitage. Ian, Ian mm-hmm. not Liam. For some reason, I saw the I in my head, the capital I, and I've made an L. I'm sorry. Ian, he d- used to do all these Broadway reviews. Surely did. And that's how I know him. From he would like review shows and then be there with my friends, like talking about the show he just saw, and he's like. Darling, I mean, is it just like he's incredible? I mean, with a cupcake. I mean, to be honest, I mean, he he is he is a star. He is an expert at what he does. I mean, he's gonna. I mean, to think that I don't know if y'all saw Big Little Lies. Oh yeah. I mean, like to go from Big Little Lies to this, it was just. I mean, this he's going to be doing a lot for a long time. I mean, working with him is the most marvelous experience. I mean, and it's big. to fill being like having yes the big bang theory the big bang theory yeah and that character so like well known and his mannerisms and all those things and to be like oh i'm i'm this little kid who has to develop these things and turn into that man he's i mean he's experienced beyond his years and he puts so much work into that character i mean i know jim parsons would come on set and they would work on physicality and all i mean it's it's all it's all encompassing he's also from like He's oh. also from Broadway Blood too. Oh yeah, his Jim Parsons. Dad, uh, no, um, yeah, uh, Ian. Ian. Ian's dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his oh. dad is a Broadway guy. Oh, mm-hmm. really and on brilliant. Hamilton right now, I think his dad is on. Oh, is he Ham- doing Hamilton somewhere? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that! Look at that! We'll have to look that one up. Um, talk to me about the clothes though, because <laughs> they are nailing 1980s so hardcore, but also like, how are they getting it? Do they make stuff for you? Like, how does that they, work? All of that clothes, all those clothes are from shows that they've done in the past. So anything that Warner Brothers has had in circulation, I think one of my outfits was from Designing Women. Yes. There was, Amazing. they're just any, nothing is made. They're all vintage. there, all vintage, even from wow. the shoes to the stockings that I wear. Wow. Everything, the bra, the slips, like every single. But piece. I don't. I like that's just kind of crazy to me because <laughs> there weren't like fat people on TV in the eighties, right? There was this, like Nell Carter. There was, okay. yeah, that's true. Delta Burke, yeah, got a little heavy. Because that's the thing. Because I, I was nervous and I was like, oh my god, do I need to reach out to Eloquy to see if I can get a couple pieces? <laughs> but they, right, but they right. had. I mean, it is a well-oiled production like they have everything together. so they're not like bringing you a size 10 and being like let's oh just no pin this they on have you. all my sizes and they'll even Amazing. do more because the thing is i've gained and lost weight through this process the pilot i was like mm, collarbones out and then, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like i got money in my pocket let's I eat let's no. eat <laughs> and then listen this episode <laughs> airs tonight 
tonight my cheeks are full and living. <laughs> so it's like they have worked with me through the whole time. And I mean, it's just, it's been one of the most life-changing experiences I've had that show, literally. I love That's amazing. That. I love to I hear love that. I love that they're taking care of you because we know from our experience, it's not always That doesn't like always that. happen. You it's always true. often have to bring your own clothes. It's true. Almost every time. Yeah, almost That's every time. That's real. I, know, I think every, every time. time I've worn my own clothes. I have never worn wardrobe <gasps> on a set. Wow. I have always worn my own clothes. Oh my wow. gosh. I yeah. can't claim that, but I have several times. I've only done, yeah. I think I've done it one time. The other time was just, I mean, we'll get shorty, I'm in scrubs. Right, right. So right. I'm like, yes. You're like, <laughs> oh, You're like, give me my Crocs, I'm comfortable <laughs> exactly. in these. <laughs> but yeah, no, one, I, this is us, I think I wore my whole, it was a whole torrid. And it was uh, your ensemble. own outfit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think that New York is different than out here. Because when I got to do Law & Order, the original... Dun 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 dun. Um, can, is that? I don't know. That might be SVU. Totally I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I'm totally getting cut off from YouTube because I just did that. I dun, dun. We both um, did it actually. <laughs> but um, I I brought my own stuff, but they also had stuff for me. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's like a little. I don't know. It's I, I don't know if New York is better at it or Chicago is better at it, and LA just has like a, because of its. Um, know it's like a systemic cultural mm -hmm. problem they mm -hmm. have with bigger bodies here I think I mean to be honest I think that absolutely is it because there's so I when I moved here from Chicago which is the Midwest it's everything is big it's right. like barbecue it's all kinds it's of like stuff it's like pizza yeah it's, it's like pizza yeah. and all the things and I'm glorious. like yes and I was living and then when I came here I was like okay let me have a green smoothie let me just try to get my life okay I guess but it's so many there are so many things about body image in Los Angeles, which is why I really yes. do want to bring my show here. Um, body oh courage. Because it is necessary. Can you film it? Yeah. Can we get a movie? Oh my gosh. Can we Come on, it? HBO. <laughs> She's like, let's get HBO. Forget y'all. No, you're kidding. Y'all need to be producers. <laughs> it's in our dream. Like, it's our dream to, like, finally get the cachet to, like, be. Oh my gosh. Because we have. First of all, there's like a connection that happens because you're so other out here, mm -hmm. and yeah. and there is like an invisibility that happens. It's true that when you meet people who are not buying into that and who are living large and like taking up space and are like, "This is me," it the group gets real small. It surely does. And we need to start a posse. I want to start a think tank and a posse yes. and a film company that's just <gasps> for chubs. How about that? Can you do that? Can, can our can our production company just be called Chubs? Chubs? Yes. I'm, I'm totally here for that. And can we put Body Courage on Netflix with yes, Chubs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. We need to take a break, so yes. we got to talk about that. Um, so we're taking like a quick break, just to like wet our whistles, and we'll be right back. Plus this. Promotional consideration brought to you by Melissa Massey. Custom clothing isn't exclusively for the rich and famous. Melissa Massey is custom-made clothing for everyday wear. A unique combination of custom tailoring and deluxe fabrics that is well-made and fit for every size and frame. Made in LA, sold in LA, and online at melissamassey.com. Promotional consideration provided by Scrubs Body, a woman-owned business with scrubs so natural, they're good for your public parts and your private parts. Scrubsbody.com It's not the natural beauty products in your life, but the life in your natural beauty products. Linda Kamen's Aromatherapy Salon. LindaCamens.com For happier, healthier living. <laughs> you were back. I was swigging my tea. Yes, I was like, "Jug, like, sorry." Um, okay, so welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Thank you for being with us. And Danielle is here. Please send your questions. I'm trying to load them. I'm like rolling through them. So, um, but sometimes it doesn't update. I mean, whatever. Sometimes we just don't see it all until after, and then after, we're like, "Oh, there's all like, these comments. Oh. Dang it!" And we try to forward them to you, so we'll <laughs> let you know. Um, when, we like to bring people into hot topics. Are you down with that? Yeah. Okay, great, great. Hot topics. Hot topics. Um, we love Lizzo. Love um, her. Her concert might have changed our lives. I mean, 
Literally. Um, she wore an outfit that Eva called. It's like she was wearing wearing an orgasm. It looked oh, like it. Wow. Like the way the crystals were, <laughs> they were like started at her cooter and it like went up and like out like exactly <gasps> how like it feels. Like it's just like. Oh ah! my gosh. I was, was just like, like yes. Yeah, she was like wearing an orgasm. I love her. She, oh my gosh. She was amazing. And I can't. The energy she puts in that show, I cannot. She sings her head off on wow. top of rapping. We'll go next time. We're all going. Oh my god, we're yes. all going. But she was in Allure. Surely was. Yes, as um one of twelve beauty disruptors, which I think that's an interesting name for what people are. I guess you're disrupting the norm of beauty. Yes, there's there were some other people in there, you know, like. Um, l- other plus size models who were they're not plus size models they're curve r- curve models so they're like in between they're mm. not they're not thin enough and they're not fat enough there was there was like a guy on there who had like studs tattooed I mean like in his face yeah so it was like all kinds of different people yeah. but Lizzo was the voice of the disrupt the distru- Disruptors, and she um, she wrote something amazing. We have a picture of her Instagram, which you can go find her at Lizzo B Eating. I can't with her. Look, Jarvis has put it up. Look at how good it looks. Look how beautiful she is. Um, She writes, "Fat does not equal ugly." When someone calls themselves fat, please do not respond with "No, you're not. You're pretty," as if being fat and beautiful are mutually exclusive. I'm here to shake the table to dispel the false narrative. That being big isn't bad and or more unhealthy than being small because it simply is not true. I am not a doctor and neither are you, so let's not act like it. <laughs> love yourself, eat like you love yourself, drink water like you love yourself, dance and move like your bo- uh, uh, move your body like you love yourself. Next time someone calls you fat, remember you've got fat in your body just like them. Having fat is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I I love that you did a show about body image. I'm just wondering about language, because you know, it's such a big deal. Um, Actors Equity Today just stopped calling uh, this, um, I guess what, a ritual that they do before every Broadway show, the gypsy robe. Oh, the robe. Yeah, they're they're not (laughs) calling it gypsy anymore because people were offended. And so this is something that is like in our culture right now. And I'm just wondering like, how do you feel about the word fat? Did you use it in your show? Oh, yes. I mean, the thing is, when I was growing up, I grew up in a huge Jamaican family. uh, And we're all, you know, East Coast Jamaicans, which is a very specific thing. (laughs) Um, And fat was not a derogatory term. It just was what it was. And my, my grandma, I mean, she, who I love dearly, she was a fitness fanatic. I mean, one of the parts in the show, I literally set up her basement gym. Me and her used to do Tybo together. I um, but so I much. have plus size women in my family. I mean, my aunts and my mom was at one point. And I mean, we're just a big family. So it was just like, oh, yeah, you're fat. You're fat. Yo, you're so pretty. You're and you're just like, this is, this is what it was. And I think people coming in to my family probably be like, oh, my gosh, what is, what's going on? But it was uh, it was beautiful. It was you're gorgeous. But the thing that I do know with my family specifically is like we do. I mean, there's a long line also of high blood pressure and stroke and mm. all of the, my mom had a stroke the night before I got married so it was just and my grandmother had a stroke that's how she passed Mm -hmm. and um my father had a heart attack so these are things for me where I'm like yeah I want to be living my best plus size life but let me just do some couch to 5k to do some preventative measures and that doesn't necessarily mean everyone has to do that you know what I mean I feel like body positivity specifically for me personally is Yes, being comfortable and being cute because there were so many times when I was younger and I wasn't cute. I had to shop at Burlington Coat Factory. Hey, you can still get some cute stuff. I know, but as a kid, I was in full suits. Right, right. (laughs) I looked like a black Republican when I was like (laughs) 12 years old. Like, super professional, you you know? And now it's like, my God, Eloquy and we have Torrid and there's so many brands. So that's. Yeah, that we can actually dress our age instead of being like, I am not. An eighty-year-old lady. Absolutely. And we yeah. talked about that here before about how dangerous it is when you know I was t- a size ten when I was ten, mm-hmm. so I was shopping in the women's department Absolute, mm-hmm. when I was ten years old. And what a dangerous message that mm-hmm. sends to people thinking that they can mess with you, and then all of a sudden you have this like hyper like your awareness, your age yeah. way before your time. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And that's that's a real problem. And that's the good news is is that 
I feel like it feels like they're making headway there mm-hmm. with kids' clothing and Absolutely. not making you know fourteen year old girls dress in full suits. Yeah, I, do, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Absolutely, yeah. I have the full suits. Yeah, head. yeah, full suits. I would. I was like a grown up. I mean, my my grandma would cover me in cardigans and slips and I'd be in school and of course I was getting made fun of not only because I was big but I looked out of control I looked like <laughs> a 75 year old grandmother yeah, you know yeah. so um, that's you know one aspect of body positivity that I love that's happening now with all the brands but also all of the people that are involved with fitness like Jessamine oh, and we love her um, there's Myrna Vader who I yeah, love I mean Myrna I love Vader. her She's to the best. death but yeah. to know that it I can now work out without having it be oh I have to be a size zero because that's what it was before for me for so long it was oh my gosh I have to be so small I'm an actor I have to be and it was became obsessive and I was mm. doing and this is part of um, <laughs> there's a <laughs> character in my show where that raps and his name is DJ Obese <laughs> and I just Stop rap right about now. all the diets that I've been on with yeah. my mom and like the lemonade diet and yeah. cabbage soup con- diet cabbage all of, yeah. beat this and yeah. weight, I'm weight watching Watchers, it's just yeah. too much, and yeah. it is a family affair sometimes. It and, is. And I otherwise it, you feel sabotaged. You're like, don't eat that pizza in front of me, Liz. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Truly, though, it's. I mean, it's just. I mean, it, body positivity. It's not just those things. It's that inner work. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the mind of like, yes, looking in the mirror, strip naked, and being like, I am beautiful. Even if you don't like that little chicho back here today, it's saying yes. Today, I'm going to love you, whether you want me to or not. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And loving. What did you call it? That little chicho. That's chicho. <laughs> oh, chicho. I never heard of that <laughs> chicho. <laughs> That's a New York thing. I got two chichos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got a couple chickens back here. <laughs> but yeah, just love, just loving myself through the process of whatever, just getting fit. Because I, I realize it's not about me being a size zero. I just want to be able to run. Like, I've always wanted to run. I remember in high school always being judged because I never made the mile and I was always so late. But I was like, I want to run. I could do it. I was like, Myrna Vade is out here. Three hundred. There's another guy, 300 pounds and running, who I love to death. Yeah. And um, Yeah, we just had Reagan Chastain on last yes. week. Yes. He, is a runner too. You, she's doing a. She's gonna do a triathlon. She's doing the Iron Man. No, she's not doing just a triathlon. She is doing the Iron Man. Wow. I'm blogging about it. You should totally follow her. Wow. Yeah, you guys could totally go running together. After Absolute. our show, she's like. I gotta go do a 14 mile run I know I was, <laughs> like, like, I was like yeah I gotta go to sleep I was like I'm gonna go puke because you just told me about that yeah, I yeah. that anyway. I'm <laughs> I, I've never wanted to run I gotta be honest I yeah. never I never I tried running once in 6th grade cause I honestly I wanted to be thinner and I yeah. that's the only reason why I did it and it was cross country running which even oh, which I, I was like, I was like, that's like the no dumbest joke. thing. Like, that's not, a, no that's not like where you start. I, it's no, that's <laughs> so no I joke. I started running across country, and it was like crazy staircases on ladders. Oh my because, god! Because I know exactly what she's talking about. I'm like, yes, we had to do that in soccer too. I was too. always so full out, and like, just because I was like, this will be the thing. I will love this, and this will be the thing that makes. And me then thin. you're like, and I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> it really, yeah. it honestly, all all of it is mindset. And just shifting it from, oh, I want to be this thin because of what, though? Right. Do you know what I mean? And what is that what? What is your reason? Like, is it because you're trying to find a man or a woman? or You know, like, that stuff is petty. Right. You know, it's not about that. It's like, what do you need, actually? And I think that's the thing about body positivity and this movement that I love so much and why I wanted to bring that awareness to theater because we don't see that Mm -hmm. and more so now to even film because that's what I'm doing now you know but um and so I applaud people like Chrissy Metz and Raven Goodwin who's on Smilf and you know Amber Riley and Davine Joy Randolph and Latifah Holder and all these actors that are out here just being fierce on camera yeah yeah you know I just love it yeah and actually having storylines that aren't necessarily a trope mm-hmm. every week from week to week. And exactly. I, that's what I love about Young Sheldon especially. Yes. Is that it literally is just like talking to anybody else. <laughs> Which it should be because we are just be. like anybody else. This it is it. Have to be like, oh, you're fat. Now I need to talk to you about your weight. Because right. I, I mean, I don't think 
in general, anybody ever talks to me about my weight ever. Yes. Yeah, no. Unless, never. Unless it's a doctor who's a jerk. <laughs> never. But literally, no. like, I just love going on set and just being the math teacher. Yeah. Right. And to be like a plus size woman doing math and she's doing like Euclidean geometry. Yeah. And right. I was horrible at math for real in college. So I'm like living. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm like, come on, Chuck Lord. Thank you. Steve Malaro for the opportunity to just like be me and be quirky and funny and weird i love it yeah it's awesome i love it so much i'm sorry i'm looking at other things um (laughs) yes they're all saying this is amazing live your life yes um also uh another big event that happened this weekend was variety had uh, their power of women luncheon yeah and Tirana, I tell you pronounce it right. Tirana, Tirana. Why do I never trust myself with pronunciations? Because I'm from Philly and everything's pronounced oh, wrong there. You know I went to Temple. Uh, I did see that in your bio. Oh my, come on, Philly! Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I did see it. Yes. I did see it. Yes. So I want to say Tirana Burke. <laughs> That's where my mind goes, and we pronounce everything wrong. I have like a hypersensitivity to pronunciations, you but do. um, she is. If you don't know, guys, she created the Me Too movement. Uh, it's Me Too. MVNT.org if you want to and at that on Instagram if you want to follow we posted something of hers today if you want to go just check it our, out our Instagram but um, it was amazing because Viola Davis gave the speech and then she gave a speech Viola Davis I mean frankly she could read this cup that I got from Starbucks yeah. um, saying and I'll be moved Do you know what I mean like yeah, she's, she's so just such a, a powerful in speaker her body when she gets you know, when she really believes, which is every time she talks, like she, <laughs> yeah. And when she was walking through all the things that survivors of assault go through, mm-hmm. and like all, you know, the P, not just PTSD, eating disorders, mm-hmm. she had a big dramatic pause before she said that. And I believe that probably reflected it. Mm-hmm. It felt like she was reflecting on something maybe that had happened to her. I don't want to project that onto her, but right. it seemed more personal. But she brought up a lot of things like depression and suicide mm. and yeah. all these things that can happen to you when you're sexually assaulted. Yeah, mm. and so to think of Tarana as someone who has been through that, walked through that, talks about let's not call ourselves victims, let's call ourselves survivors because we did. Like you're breathing air, mm-hmm. you did survive it, and it was terrible, and you still survived. And I, but I want to talk about someone who also looks like her, mm-hmm. because when skinny white actresses talk about it in the Harvey Weinstein thing, it is different. Mm-hmm. And then all when those same women and others in Hollywood are propping up someone who looks like Tarana, I like. I, she might not even be plus size. She just might be like big tittied, and I'm still claiming her. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> because right. as a plus size woman, mm-hmm. because just her on the red carpet being so fabulous. Like, I just wanted to, your your thoughts on that. Like, I feel like it's so special. Yeah. That I, she is black and a woman mm-hmm. and fashionable as fuck i mean she mm-hmm. has her own fashion instagram yes she slays she's so fierce. At, yes I she know. slays which i didn't even know until today <laughs> because a video that variety made started wow. it with her saying well you know i have a fashion instagram called yes she slays i love fashion i was like i did not know that <laughs> i will go right now <laughs> and so i mean i wanted to talk to you a little bit about that i mean because that's such a that's i feel like a missing link Right. That is happening. Mm -hmm. And I would love to hear your thoughts about that. I think the thing, uh, especially with the industry, and I'll just kind of leave the industry as TV, film, theater, comedy. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times women of color specifically are constantly left out of the conversation. Um, And that is black women, uh, Women in the Latinx community, South Asian, Asian women, trans women, women in the LGBTQ community. It's usually, I mean, when you look at the Women's March, which was this amazing movement. I remember I went to the first one and this young lady, she was on the stage talking about the Black Lives Matter movement. And it was like, woo. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like two little, <laughs> two little cheers. But um, what it, it means the world for me to see. Tarana and also actresses like Viola Davis that I look up to and you know Octavia Spencer has also been very outspoken about the movement as well too to know that 
I'm seen. Do you know what I mean? To know that the people that I've interviewed for my show are seen. To know that women in my family are being seen that have gone through sexual assault and sexual, you know, abuse. And the thing is, this has plagued the industry for years. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and it's plagued theater specifically i mean there was an article that just came there was a, actually an incident that happened in chicago a few years at a theater company called profiles theater and it was horrific to hear all of the things that were happening under that and that's a show that's a theater that i'd actually been in chosen you know wow. and to know that some of the people that were speaking out were my friends and i had no idea and this this thing of okay well maybe um some you know it it's horrifying it's horrifying and i'm i'm very happy that people are now speaking out and it's this most powerful this movement that i've seen in a while and things are starting to change it's going to take a while <laughs> cuz once everybody's included as i said you know um but it's things are starting to rumble yeah it was really shocking viola davis talked about how 67% of girls of women of color who are assaulted by the age of 18 will be assaulted again. Mm -hmm. And 77% of sex trafficked women are women of color. Mm -hmm. And that's just heartbreaking. Yeah. Like those are staggering, staggering numbers. Yeah. Like, and it just made me think like, what, what can we do about that? Like, how do we teach men that that's, that's, that's not the way. You know, because yeah. it's really what it comes down to mm -hmm. is really teaching men like you don't have to pay for sex. Like what? Mm -hmm. That's not OK. It's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. And how do we go about doing that? I mean, obviously, we have to start with teaching our own children. Listen, but absolutely. Like, there absolutely. are African countries who have initiatives. Mm -hmm. I want to say it's Rwanda mm -hmm. that after the horrible things that happened there and part of their healing process was we're going in and teaching our boys this is how you respect women and they're also teaching women to say no yeah. right and I, I it sounds radical but mm. is it because no look at these numbers no terrible. we have to I mean and Los Angeles is one of the biggest sex trafficking mm -hmm. hubs in the in the world which is like what like we live here I don't yeah. see it how do I how am I not seeing this yeah. but it is it's one of the number one sex trafficking locations in the world yeah and who who are that means that we know people who are who are have, who yeah. are using that yeah. service yeah. absolutely that a, there are people around us yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. there's a need in so what what like how do we how do we find that I don't know yeah. it's just well I will say that I I think the work the me too movement is doing is really talking about these gaps that we're talking Absolutely. about these places where we don't know mm -hmm. so that is definitely a great place to start i just think that the more layered we get it, i mean even the even the jump from the women's march to the march for our lives absolutely right. wildly different absolutely. wildly more inclusive right. mm -hmm. even though they were younger mm -hmm. they there was something that they got mentored to do or they knew instinctively to do absolutely that what was more of what i mm -hmm. think a lot of people that the women's march kind of made us feel eh or weird like you know what i mean like i feel like that did they're filling the gap and right. that's what and that's what tarana burke's speech was about like how do we fill these gaps and i loved mm -hmm. what she talked about questions that. right exactly but what. what i love that she talked about was changing the way that people are viewing the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. Because I think so many people do think like, oh, you're just trying to be a victim. Oh, you're just saying Me Too. But it, she was like, no. This is about acknowledging that there's a systemic problem and we need to make this change and we need to be heard and and there needs to be change. Like ba basically mm -hmm. bottom line. And I love that she addressed that because I think that a lot of people, a lot of right-wing people think mm -hmm. that we that people are victims who who say me too and that they're not like you know they have a they have a argument against being a feminist and and being like my in my opinion being a feminist means that you believe that women have equal rights to men i don't think it means that we're better than men and i don't think mm -hmm. it means that's in my personal opinion i don't know what other people think i think there's probably right. other feminists who would be like no we are better but in my opinion i don't think that that's what it means i think mm -hmm. that you can 
be a feminist and think that you deserve equal rights. And what does real equality look Absolutely. like? Absolutely. Right. And that means that the power structure has to be shifting. And that means that, again, this can't just be women altering how they look, how they dress, how they talk, how they present themselves to the world in order to be safer. Yeah. Like, that's not the way in. The way in is through the men who don't believe that we are equal. Right. And don't believe that women who look like us even have a shot. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the whole thing about this town, I think, I, that really bugs me, is that they don't even... Like, I have had guys look through me. Oh, that oh yes. That is, oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Literally, I've been, it, a girlfriend of mine has been with a guy, and he's been introduced to me, and literally looked through me. Yep, yeah. Because he had... What you serve are you to me, you, you're not something mm. that I can possess or treat like an object or, right. mm -hmm. or do use to build myself up in some kind Absolutely. of way. And I think that this is forcing men to have real hard conversations about, Absolutely. about yeah. what their perspective is. And women too. Like, let's just bring it back to the body thing. You know, talking about those things of like, okay, objectively, why do I think that, why did I think for so long that fat was ugly? Mm. And I look at paintings and yes. I go, oh, it's so beautiful. And I see a, a big woman in a painting mm -hmm. and I'm like, that's so beautiful, mm -hmm. but that's literally me. Like, yeah. it's literally me. Yeah. So yeah. why all of a sudden, because we've gone in time, you know, we yeah. flash forward, is that, uh, so really trying to take your mind and take it out of all of the things you're barraged with, like right. the barrage Absolutely. of right. thin, thin, thinness. And that word, I mean, that word fat, I mean, as we were talking earlier about kind of Lizzo, for me personally, it didn't get derogatory until I went to school. Do you know what yes. I mean? Yeah. And then it was like, oh, you're fat. And I remember this guy, he used to literally call my face pancake. And so, like, <laughs> and I'm writing actually a script about, about like the whole experience in high school and growing up and all that stuff. But like, it didn't get derogatory until somebody made it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I do feel like there needs to be an education and it's now starting to happen. Um, Issa Rae said something really interesting uh, in regard to <laughs> obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> um, in regards to racism, and a lot of people were really pissed about it. Where um, they, uh, she was like, "All the old racists have to die in order for you know us to get new life," and that's real. I mean, I really did agree with her because there are still people out here that were in that civil rights movement with Martin Luther King Jr. And, you know, that were opposing that. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of those people are in power right now, right. you know? Yeah. So with all kinds of institutionalized things, because there's more than one thing, um, it's going to take time and it's going to take education. I think it does take education because I think that, like yes, those old people need to die, but they are also training their absolutely. children and their children, yeah. absolutely their, their old their yeah. old ways, and so it's bucking it's, that system. Yeah, it's it bucking is, that system. and and it does have to be, I think, at a ground government level. Mm -hmm. Like I absolutely. think our government does have to take some responsibility on how it handles just obesity. Absolutely, or obesity. They don't. They, none of it's true, you know. It's it, yeah. It, we could go on. And oh my on gosh! But forever. we we can you believe that the time has I come that this is the we, end of the show? It was way to too fun. Scandal event. I know, but you have to tell everyone how they can find you. We didn't even get to talk to you about your amazing Instagram oh show. Gosh, That's your so Instagram fun. Show. Oh my gosh, we were dying laughing. Oh, you guys, okay? Oh, tell us, tell us briefly, oh very quickly, where they can find you Absolutely. and all that. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Body Courage or at hashtag booked on Instagram and it's an Instagram series I've created with my dear friend Lanisa Frederick where we're just making fun of the industry it's so all hilarious. improv guys, it's so all funny. funny they read they oh my gosh they read things that you're just like this just, is ridiculous and when you read it out loud it's extra and just ridiculous. to let you know it's hashtag spelt out it's mm -hmm. not the pound sign mm -hmm. it's hashtag the word the pound sign yeah <laughs> I'm just saying I'm old oh my gosh this was Fun. Will Thank you all so much. Back? Absolutely. Yay. Let's hang out. Yes. And we'll go to the plus bus with you. We got to go to the we're plus, 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 plus. We got to go to the yeah, plus we're bus. Going. We're oh, going. We're that's happening. the date. We're yes. making a date right after this. <laughs> yes. Guys, you can always follow us, us everywhere at Plus This Show. And next week. 
We're going to have Jocelyn Ayana on our show. Another gorgeous actress. She is my very good friend, and she's going to be so much fun. You guys, just wait. Yes. So we'll see you next week. Wait, like, subscribe, and share. Please. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week, Thursday, 6 o'clock plus this.